Hello and welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast, the place for modern women who are waking up to the truth of who they are. I'm your host, Sarah Poet. Women are healing from outdated paradigms and we are rising. And we're not doing it by fighting or further depleting ourselves anymore. We are doing it by remembering who we are and standing in that unified truth. Here, we remember together through stories, tools, and curiosity. And in doing so, we bring forward the place of women in our modern world. Visit sarahpoet.com today for tools for your feminine, masculine awakening journey and to schedule mentorships and couples coaching with me directly. Now, let's begin. Hello and welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast. I'm Sarah Poet, and it is so good to be here with you. I was a little afraid I was not going to be able to be here with you this week because who took their computer to the computer shop during a Mercury retrograde? Me, I did. Um, I was running such an old operating system on my computer that everything was like shutting down. <laughs> and it isn't, oh my gosh, it's just such a metaphor. I was sitting here meditating before hitting record. And it's so funny, like these, you know, outdated programs, right? I can't help but to laugh. Um, and so I was running an outdated program on my computer and I, I'm totally laughing to myself because it's such a metaphor. And then while my computer was in the shop, you know, I couldn't do like hardly anything. (laughs) Um, I run an online business. I was doing a little bit from my phone, but it really pretty much forced me to take this pause, which ended up being so helpful and also corresponding um, to something deep. Uh, within me resurfacing. And so I was able to like really presence with myself and watch the patterns in the old programming of, you know, when I defaulted to work or, um, you know, continual progress, that kind of thing. I've really been trying to um, like, not even trying, but I've been washing clean these energetics of um, productivity for productivity's sake, like washing another layer from from my being, from my behaviors. Um, and so it was really good for me. It was actually really, really good for me. And I am happy to say that both <laughs> the computer and myself are running new programs at this point. And by program in me, let me just say, I don't, I don't really like the word program when it comes to people because we really have been programmed with certain thoughts and, you know, ways that we assume things have to be and things like that. And so, you know, we're constantly like breaking that down, asking ourselves what is, you know, new in possibility. And quite, quite honestly, it's like the best time ever um, to do that, which I was able to do. So I feel a lot more expansion on the other side. Um, I, I am like cleaning up my diet right now. I feel so good in this moment, to be totally honest with you. I'm coming here um, to this meditation cushion, to this mic, to you all with um, vibrancy in my body and love in my heart and real enthusiasm um, to be here with you. I had my fresh pressed juice this morning. I've been doing that every morning this week, doing some cleansing doing um, actually a parasite cleanse and a candida cleanse and um, going to like mostly a liquid diet, doing uh, smoothies with like plant-based proteins instead of trying to digest, you know, I'm usually like a a protein on salad go-to kind of gal and um, just really giving my digestive system a total rest this week. And it is so enlivening um, to me. So that's a little bit about my physical report. (sighs) Breathing. I'll take a breath and I'll invite you to do the same. (sighs) So 
So I want to have a conversation today with you. (laughs) It's me and you today, the listener. And I want to invite some thought, invite some personal reflection. And I can promise you that I am also in personal reflection um, on these topics all the time. I study energetics in terms of like, I study the way things work. And I feel energetics and I feel exchanges. Um, this is what makes me really good at couples work, actually, because between a partnership, I can see where the energy is running. Um, be it, you know, if we use words like feminine and masculine, or like I can just see where the blockages are. And so it's been really, really fascinating to me in the course of my life to look at things like women's empowerment or, you know, this thing called equity or feminine masculine polarity and relationships and exchange and look at that in terms of, of energetics and to watch where the energy is flowing and where the energy isn't flowing. And of course, psychology has lots of ways to talk about this. You know, there, there are lots of different ways to talk about the concepts that I might mention. And I'm Sarah Poet, so here I am bringing to you my view of um, the way I see things, which some of you tell me that you find enlightening um, or that it helps you on your journey. And so that's why I'm here. That is why I'm sitting my ass down and sharing these things today. So I want to talk about the energetics of exchange in women and in relationships. Now, these relationships might be with anyone, um, you know, work, partner. I'll say that just kind of blanket statement. I want you to kind of leave your kids out of it right now. That's a whole other thing. I think, you know, the energetics between mother and children, like you had the babies, you're responsible for them. So, you know, let's not make this conversation about, um, about the children. But I think that the energetics of what you give and why you give it are what I want you to self-reflect on during this conversation. After this conversation, I have been reflecting on this for a very, very, very long time. Because the truth is, if we feel like we're not winning as women, like I'm not talking women as, winning as in power over, I'm talking like winning in our own lives. And so if there's an area of your life where you're continually suffering, or you're continually seeing a breakdown in relationship, or you're continually seeing, um, you know, a lack of respect in in different areas, different relationships, different jobs, maybe a lack of respect for you and your energy, then I really want you to consider how you yourself are valuing your energy. So I'm going to essentially just channel this episode. I have some notes of different things that I've written down over the last couple of weeks that I want to mention, but the truth is I'm sitting down, um, pretty much channeling this topic by channeling. I mean, stream of consciousness, um, (laughs) which, uh, I've been working a lot with like uh, career pivot women. Uh, So shout out to all of you making a career pivot out there. I did it five years ago, um, from education to, you know, this, uh, life coaching, spiritual coaching, couples coaching, feminine, masculine expert, uh, lifestyle that I live. And when I was a school principal, <laughs> there is no part of me that wanted or believed that I could, um, sit down and just like channel something. I mean, I wrote things. I was a very good writer, but to speak speak things out loud and do so stream of consciousness was terrifying, terrifying for me. And I want to just like insert that because I know that many of you out there are like, Sarah Poet says a lot. How did you find that confidence with your voice? I like to remind you that it was um, something I worked very, very long and hard on um, to stand in the truth of who I am. And 
totally still doing it. Okay. So there was a time where I could not imagine sharing something um, without a lot of notes, without a lot of preparation. And I'm doing that today. And so shout out to that previous former self of me that thought I could never, ever do this. And, um, you know, no one would listen or I would melt in shame and embarrassment. And there are actually hundreds of you out there uh, listening to me doing this thing with my voice of teaching and making a podcast. So um, if that is aspirational to you, you can do it. You can totally do it. You can totally find the strength in your voice to share your wisdom and knowledge. And it does not have to be perfect. Okay. So what I share today is just what's coming up for me and coming up in my contemplation. And that is worth it. It is worthwhile. It will touch someone. It will touch many of you. I will hear from you. Um, and it's a worthy topic and I don't have to be perfect at it. Okay. So this is me modeling that, um, imperfection and, and flow with you all. All right. So I tell this story actually with respect, but I need to talk about this example that actually prompted the whole idea for this podcast episode. So I was contacted by a lovely woman who has a network of women that like she has organized. Okay. So she is a woman standing in a leadership position and it's all very inspirational because everyone that she's leading is another woman who's creating something. It's like, wow, amazing. Okay. Women inspiring, leading women. Yes, yes, yes. So she was inviting me to come to an event. And the way she pitched it was something like, um, she's, she was telling me that she'd been listening to my work. She'd listened to my TEDx and she was um, really inspired and wanted these women to know more about true feminine, like leading a business in, um, you know, right relationship with the feminine, because a lot of the, or like all of the formulas that we've been given are heavily masculine dominant work formulas. And she wanted um, to do some personal work to like repair her relationship with the dominant masculine and bringing on the feminine. But then she also wanted her audience to be receiving this kind of message as well. And I was so lit up because I love, <laughs> love, love working with women having an impact. Okay. And so I get all excited about that. But the way she pitched it was, I want you to come talk to my audience, please. Or like, here's your invite to come talk to my audience, please. And maybe you'll get some clients from it. You know, maybe you'll get something from it. And that's the way she pitched it. And what my response was to her was, you know, maybe I'll come and maybe I won't. That's an aside. But let's not ask a woman to do something and use her energy to do something in the hopes that she might, you know, get paid afterward. <laughs> okay. Like in the hopes that. So, I know that a lot of you are probably thinking, well, we do this. We have podcast episodes and we don't get directly paid for them. We do interviews. We don't get directly paid for them. This is how we like build a business and build a brand. Yes. And there is an energetic that I'm pointing to here. So I'm going to slow down and kind of say it again. The energetic is asking a woman to give her energy in the hopes that she will receive later. Okay, so maybe where I'll go with this first is female entrepreneurship. If you're not an entrepreneur, that's okay. This will apply to you. So just like hang in there with me. So I know that in, especially in the first years of business, believe me, I know we do things in the hopes that someone will hear our message and yeah, we will get paid for it. We will accrue clients, those kinds of things. Eventually, <laughs> this is not going to be okay with you. 
And I guess I'm advocating that this not be okay with you sooner than later, because I definitely did this for too long. And, um, and it really doesn't work because if you're giving yourself away for free, why would people really want to pay you? <laughs> like energetically, it doesn't even make sense. It's like, oh, thanks. I came to this free event and I got something for free. I, I'm not then going to like really want to invest. Anyway, it's just, you know, energetically, there are a lot of energetics here and a lot of energetics around business and money. And that's a whole other thing, whole other thing. So a couple years ago, I, maybe like two years ago, I had interviewed someone for the podcast and (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm like, oh, you might put together who this is. It doesn't matter. They ran an event um, for like a speaking event. It was like a spinoff of, you know, something like a a TEDx or something like that, but it was like their own event. And they were going to do a whole speaker lineup that had to do with women who had been abused and actually sex trafficked. Okay. So massive trauma had occurred in these women's body systems. And I was interviewing this woman and we got to talking and she said, you know, I feel like I'm supposed to meet you for another reason. And we're so, so we had a great podcast episode. And then afterward I said, okay, so you want all of these women to get on the stage and you want to have a conversation about sex trafficking. Amazing. Thank you for bringing this information forward. So, so, so important. What are you doing for the nervous systems of those women? What are you doing? Because when they get on that stage, <laughs> um, you know, without, without really knowing how to soothe their nervous system, to actually tell the story might be re-traumatizing to their system. And so, yes, I know that it's empowering to tell the story, but we also have to care for the nervous systems of the women. How are you doing that? And she said, I don't know anything about that. And I said, okay, well, I do. And I pitched, so she said, send me a proposal. I sent her a proposal and her reply to me back was, this sounds really good. Um, the money is going to go into other places for, you know, securing the venue, those kinds of things. Um, and so I'm not going to choose to pay you, but if you want to come play with us, that's the word she used. If you want to come play with us, we'd love to have you. So this is an area of absolute need. These women like really needed a safe place to tell their story and the organizer didn't understand trauma and how it lived in the body or what these women would need. And I could deliver that. It was my expertise. It is my expertise. I don't, I wanted to help more than anything. I was like, yeah, I'm on board. I feel very called to this. Do I want to quote unquote play? And volunteer my energy to, to give, you know, when I'm a single mother, female entrepreneur myself, no. And that was one of the first times that I really said no. Like I just started saying no to, if you don't value, like truly value what it is that I'm bringing forward, I'm not giving my energy, you know, in the hopes that I might make a connection or one of those women decides to pay me as a private client, you know, like all of those things that would have been an immense amount of professional preparation, space holding for very, very deep trauma in the preparation of a very public speaking event. I mean, I've done that before (laughs) myself. Like I got on the TEDx stage. I got on the vagina monologue stage with an original monologue about my own sexual abuse. Like I have gotten on stages and talked about these things and I fucking know the response in the female system to telling a trauma story. And so that's that's like big space holding. Am I going to do that for absolute free? I'm not. Okay. So 
you know, I'm saying these things because it's like, it's on each of us. It's on each of us. And we live inside of our world, inside of this like previous system, previous program that says female energy, feminine energy is at our disposal. Then we call it playing. We call it playing when a woman is giving her gift. We call it playing. <laughs> I'm really taking this a lot <laughs> further than I imagined. Um, we call it, you know, we, we're not taking it seriously. To call it play when a woman is giving her most skilled work. So we, and this was a woman, you know, it's like, this happens everywhere. Okay. So we need to look at the value, like the inherent value that we know we have um, by being who we are, the value of the feminine. I'm not talking about monetary value. I'm talking about knowing, <laughs> like n- knowing this inherent value. And when I'm sitting here with my eyes closed right now, and like I said, kind of just channeling this and there is no monetary value that really could be placed on the worth, like of, of the, um, yeah, worth value of who I am, of who you are. There's no value that could truly be placed on your energy. If we're talking about monetary value being placed on your energy as a woman, we would all be very, very, very rich. Which is actually a really good point because our prosperity, our true prosperity, this true, oh my gosh, the frequency of prosperity is so much different than wealth or abundance or like money. Prosperity is the fullness and the fullest expression of, of like <sighs> wealth, appreciation in all areas of your life. I, I see it like a bloom, a blooming of uh, possibility of frequency of always having enough. And your true nature is absolutely prosperous. Your true nature is absolutely 1000% aligned with true prosperity. And so when women, when, when we get this, when we, you know, you can call it like knowing our value or, or standing in our worth or, or those kinds of things that have been said before, but really it's aligning to the total truth of who you are and just knowing that those gifts that you carry and that your energy, your life force is absolutely 1000% valuable, you know, able to be appreciated and all of those things, then that's where we start to be matched in that. Okay. Um, that's where the, uh, like the law of attraction, if you will, like that's where we begin to magnetize that prosperity in our outer world. So let's talk more about that. Let's talk more about the inner energetics of, you know, what we give and why. (sighs) How you doing? How you doing? Okay. So these are like, you know, things to journal on later. What are we giving? Why are we giving it? What are you giving in the hopes that you will receive something? Versus, this is really important. What are you giving from the heart? So let me talk about that for a moment, actually, before we segue into the inner realms. This is the difference. I'm giving to you this podcast from my heart. I used to do my podcast in the hopes that somebody would sign up for coaching. Like, truthfully... Isn't that funny? And everyone's like, a podcast doesn't really bring you any business. Um, that's kind of true. You know, um, <laughs> kind of not. I know that you're out there. I know that you're inspired. And I know that you do mosey on over to my website. And sometimes we connect. 
And I love that. I also created the Sacred Remembering Community. Remember that (laughs) so that we can hang out and have more authentic relationships and alchemical change. It's only $40 a month, $39 a month. Okay. So, so that's like the area where I start to give more for some direct monetary exchange because I like to get paid because I'm a woman running a business. I'm a mother. Um, I don't have income from other sources. Okay. So I love money coming into my business. I love it. I love right exchange. I love right exchange. (laughs) Okay. It took me a long time to get here. Okay. Because there was a lot of distortion in my own field, in my own energetics, in my own mind as a woman. Okay. So back to the heart. There are places where you might decide to give because it is your heart's truth to give in that area. If I had had, you know, so much money in the bank and so much free time when that woman asked me to quote unquote play, maybe I could have done it. Maybe that could have been my volunteerism. Maybe. Okay. Maybe it would have been different, but given my circumstances at the time and given like just what I was learning energetically, the answer for me was no. My heart went out to it, but these were my gifts and I wanted them to be, I wanted there to be an exchange for them. I wasn't willing to do that much work for, for not that, you know, no exchange. I give the podcast from my heart. I give my Sunday musings newsletter from my heart. I give my social media posts from my heart. I have cleaned up my energy so that when I am giving something, it feels good to me. Period. So if I'm giving anything at all, (laughs) it's because I want to. It's because I want to. I actually never even, I don't take a client. These clients are not coming to me anymore. Like the clients that are coming to me are fully aligned right now. Hey, y'all. Hey. Um, But I, I would not take a client that was not aligned for me and for embodied breath and for the the vision of what's happening um like because of exchange because of money i like i wouldn't even do that anymore there was a point where i did take clients that you know were not compatible with the spaces that i hold and they struggled in those spaces you know and i kind of knew that at the beginning but like i needed the money and so i took it and and it like didn't work out. It wasn't a right exchange. Okay. So you can hold these standards for yourself and you can do just what feels good. Like you only have to give what feels good to give. Women, do you hear me saying this right now? You only have to give what feels good to you to give. That's it. Like you get to choose. You get to choose where your life force energy goes. So I want you to look at your life like this. And you could even make like um a line down the center of a page in a journal. And on the right side, you know, put a big heart at the top. Like, where am I giving because it feels good in my heart to give this? And on the left side of the page, you could say, where am I giving in the hopes that I will be respected or in the hopes that I will be um, compensated, you know, later? And how do I feel about that? Like, do you feel depleted about that? My guess is that you kind of feel depleted about that. Okay. So, and then what would have to change for you to decide, I'm only going to give when it feels right in my heart to do so. I'm going to discern where my feminine energy goes, where am I, and my masculine actually, because your action is a masculine energetic. Like anytime you're outwardly giving or doing or producing, that's a masculine energetic. But the feminine is like your life force, your heart, your um, you know, the the energy that your body has. Okay. And like all of all of the things that go into like childbearing, child rearing kinds of energetics, like your womb, um, your power center, that is, you know, your your <laughs> deepest resource, like your energetic. Okay. All right. 
But let's look at this a little bit historically and go into those inner realms a little bit more. Okay. This is a really, really important topic. So thanks for hanging with me and definitely like do, do your journaling, do your self-reflection around this. And this is a really big topic. (laughs) I've been doing self-reflection on this for years. Um, but everything starts to change when we start to just value that inherent life force energy differently. So I know I've talked about this before, never hurts to hear again. In the last like 10,000 years or so of this planet's history, the female gender, but also the feminine energetic that is in every single person and in the earth itself, y'all, it was hijacked. Let's just be real about this. It was stolen. It was stolen. It was used for evil. It was used to fuel an evil machine. Now you might be like, whoa, Sarah Poe just got really extreme there. I'm I'm just calling it what it is, beloveds. Like that's all I'm doing. So we lived inside of a program that said, you know, women are less than, men are more than, more powerful than, women have to ask men's permission, women have to give the men their bodies, women have to procreate the children that have the men's last names, women have to work the fields, women have to feed the men, feed the babies. Do you see, just feel it, the depletion of the feminine energetic the eating up of the feminine energetic. And you might say, I'm feeling it into the, into the field here as I'm talking. You might say, but that's my pleasure to do so. It's my pleasure to feed the babies and feed the husband and, um, and, you know, lie with him. My sister, I hear you. That, I think it can be pleasurable. I, I think it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to give generously of the feminine. I do, but I'm actually not exactly talking about that right now because if you are empowered to give those things you know beautifully and in your sovereignty that tells me that you've probably done a lot of work to actually value your feminine maybe i'm drawing some generalizations here like it is my pleasure to give to a partner it is my pleasure to give to my child um it is my pleasure to give from my heart and to really like stand in some of those places as a woman and like, you know, cook the food in the kitchen and like make my body available for comfort and, um, and for love. Like, I think that that's so beautiful. Like it is my pleasure to do those things, but there was a time in my life where when my ex-husband had sex with me, I felt like the life force had just been sucked the fuck out of me. Sucked out of me. And it was. And it was. So there is a default siphoning of the feminine energetic because everyone's, (laughs) well... Default siphoning of the feminine energetic. And it was used to fuel things that we wouldn't necessarily agree with. And so, if we do not like the way things are going on the planet in any circumstance, be it the workplace or a relationship or what a man thinks he can have from us, with, you know, just because it's his right to do so, that kind of thing, then the most important work is is for us to simply know the value of our energy of who we are and to start to discern do i want to give my energy here do i want to give my energy there what feels good to me if your husband wants to have sex with you and it does not feel good to you, it feels like a drain, then guess what? You don't have to do it. There are other energetics going on in the relationship that you all can look at, 
can work with. And yes, you can get back to the point where you are actually filled up by giving. You are replenished in your energetic when you're wanting to give and you do. When it's your pleasure to give and to give from the heart, your energy appreciates. It doesn't deplete. So let's talk a little bit more about men because this is so historically that. I want to talk about transaction. Okay, so giving in the hopes that you will receive and doing that with a man. This probably involves your energy, your sex, your body. Giving in the hopes that you will receive. I want to say that I did this less than two years ago with a partner. Let me do the math to tell you when it was accurately. Um, November 2019 through May 2020. And then I had the wake-up call like through the summer and fall 2020. And I think I may have even said this on the podcast before, but the wake up call came when we were in a shadow work session at the end of that relationship. And I could not figure out what I had done wrong because I couldn't, (laughs) I couldn't figure out. I'm like all compassion for this, this former self. I couldn't figure out what I hadn't given. Okay. And this is some shadow stuff, but I'm sharing this here because I think it's really, really important that like as conscious women, we do this, like we do this in the name of the sacred feminine. We do this in the name of, um, you know, Dom sub stuff. Like we do this in the name of the heart. We give in the hopes that, you know, the man will rise or that the man will do the right thing or that the man will take care of us. And that's what I was doing. I, I realized in this shadow work session, you know, aptly, we were in a shadow work session um, and we had actually done all the shadow work and the relationship was like, or we had done the session, we were at the end of the session and the relationship was like ending anyway. And I slammed down my pen and asked like, I don't know what I have to do. And it was this moment of like pure vulnerability and pure, you know, like my woman self had learned to perform a little bit for men in order to like be loved. And, you know, that goes right back to the father. But I, I was thinking like, I have done everything I know to do to keep this man happy. Right. Like I, I cooked for him. I loved loving him. I loved like him loving me. Um, you know, including my body. Like I loved that. And he didn't value it. And he was like just walking away when we hit the area of like his shadow. Okay. And he was absolutely willing to like degrade me and not hold his commitments to me. And what the shadow work practitioner said to me was very, very enlightening. He said, Sarah, were the agreements spoken or unspoken? Were they conscious or unconscious? And what I saw then, what I was able to see was that I was giving of my feminine energy in the hopes that this man would con- continue to meet me. And now this is some very delicate feminine masculine energetics that I'm pointing to here because the caliber of masculinity that we will be interacting with when we are very, very clear and discerning about our feminine energetic and the value of our life force, we will be able to see whether a man truly values that or truly, or, or, or just doesn't understand yet. And this man had a lot of beautiful indicators that he valued feminine and valued life and valued motherhood and valued my son. But 
But all of that was out the window when we, when we touched, you know, the wound. And that is very, very, very historic. If we're saying, excuse me, patriarchy, would you like to look at how you suck on the life force of the feminine? That energetic, that dominator energetic is going to shut the feminine the fuck down. It's going to take and deplete and think that it is its right to do so. So now I'm into a territory here and I can just like feel that the energetics have changed just a bit because when we know our energetic worth as women, we will no longer give anything away in the hopes of receiving not in our work, not from a man, not anywhere. Because we're cultivating our life force energy. We're cultivating our life force energy. We know how to regenerate our energy and we know how to give from the heart. Anytime we are entering something in the hopes that we will be taken care of, provided for, valued, after the fact, respected after the fact, chances are, my loves, we won't be. And this doesn't have anything to do with you. I want to make that really clear. This has to do with the energetics in the patriarchal systems that are shifting now. How do these patriarchal energetic systems shift the most? With you, with you, with you, with you. When you know your energetic value and you discern where your energy goes and doesn't go, then the, you know, (laughs) the life force suckers don't get it anymore and they have to figure out a different way. Okay? If nobody's giving it away for free, then the recipients, you know, of, of that free energetic energy priorly, they're like, oh, we're, we're not getting it for free anymore. Oh, we got to do something different. We got to do something different. <sighs> okay, how we doing? Okay, I think this is the last topic that I want to talk about, but I want to talk about contortion. Contortion, energetic contortion. I like this word. I don't like what it means, but I like using this word to talk about this. I think what I mean by contortion in this sense is contortion of the woman and of the feminine. Contortion to fit into something that is prescribed in the culture, such as a job even like a a picture of what a woman's supposed to be Um, fitting into a relationship inside of like the container that a man is providing to you. So this is a trick of the patriarchy of that program that we've been exposed to. There's all these places that a woman's told um, you can go here, you can go here, you can go here, you can go here, you can, you can fit into this place, fit into that place, you know, you'll be accepted here, 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 and here, but not there. Okay. So a lot of us have spent a lot of time in these different areas, jobs, relationships, partnerships, families that had a certain, you know, let's say a certain size box that defined what you could be. And then in that box, there's an agreement about what you would receive for being that thing, that person, that version of you. 
So one example of a box is a job that you know, you know, you're qualified for that kind of thing, but the box has like job duties. You give your energy this way, you get this much in return in the form of a paycheck. Okay. That's a transaction because you have fit into that box. Now, maybe that box feels really good or that box is like, what you got right now? Or like, you know, you're like, I know I'm in a box, but it feels like a fair exchange. Fair enough. Okay. All of us are deciding at any given point what is good for our energy. And I'll say, you know, there's like zero shame in working a job for an energetic exchange of a paycheck because that is like, you know, um, predictable, right? (laughs) There's like, there's a whole, I could go down that road, but I won't. It's nice to have security is what I'm saying. So the relationship box is a little bit more nuanced. It's like, you know, am I contorting to be inside of this particular container? And when I look back at that relationship, I would say that, yes, I was contorting to be inside of that relationship. How do I know when I look back? Let me look at that here and describe some of the energetics. I chose that relationship in part for like, like settling down, kind of like a safety thing. And so anytime I think we're doing that, we're definitely not all in (laughs) with our own essence, with our own energetic. And then when I actually, I actually moved in with him. Um, because it was like pandemic and I was moving and I've told this story before, but he like took me by the shoulders and took me to this like piece of land that over, overlooked this river. And he took me by the shoulders and this like beautiful masculine energetic. And he said, um, I want your, your son and, and you to come live with me. I want you here. I want you here on this land. And it was like, so beautiful. It was such a gift. And when I moved in, there was this whole awakening on this piece of land. I've talked about it on this podcast. And he actually said to me at one point, he said, I didn't sign up for this. And this was the bigger version of me, like the awakened version of me, the the version of me that channeled and um, heard from the ancestors on the land and, and things like that. And because that like hadn't happened in that way while we were dating, he was like, whoa, 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 too big. And you know what that is, sisters? That's like, feminine that's too much feminine for him so inside of that you know he had he had made some sort of offer based on nonverbal or subconscious agreements like you can come here but don't rock my boat kind of kind of thing you can fit into this container but only if you are a, a smaller version of yourself okay and so you know, thank goodness for that experience because I am not meant to fit into smaller containers. (laughs) And that was life showing me that. Okay. So the contortion happens ever so slightly because we want something back. We want love. We want relationships. We want the man to take us by the shoulders and say, I want you. It feels good, right? But here's the thing, we have to, have to, have to discern if that (laughs) container, that box, that, you know, man, that, that offer is actually a place where we can be fully in our fullest expression with absolutely zero transactional energy. You just get to be you without having to contort to be a smaller version of you. If you do, okay, then then you're in something that's transactional. So let's just be with this for just a moment. Transactional, I'll define here kind of loosely as If you give 
your energy in a certain way, then you can have something back. Then you can have like a freedom, a house, money, etc. And so the masculine has really, the, I'm sorry, the destroyer masculine, like not the healthy masculine, the, the tyrannical uh, king of the patriarchy has been doing that to the feminine since the beginning of patriarchy saying, if you give me your energy, then you will have what you need. If you give me your sex, then you will have what you need. If you give me my children, I will take care of you. If you give me your obedience, I will provide for you and you will have a decent life. If you give me your silence, I will make sure that you have everything you need. And my friends, I don't know about you, but as I say that, I'm thinking about my family lineage. And I'm thinking about the compromises that women in my lineage have made. And I swear to you what my soul has been doing. <laughs> it's, 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 oh my goodness, it's such a walk. But what my soul has been doing is saying no to that tyrannical, patriarchal energetic for years. And I've been just like washing it out of my system so that any distorted exchange energetics, <laughs> they just like anytime there's, a distorted energetic of exchange still in my field, anywhere in my life, it, it breaks, it pops, it becomes um, exposed and the shadow becomes exposed so that I can clean it out. And this has been the most true with men and money with men and, and work. And so you can see that my soul really signed up for like, a path that um, challenged every shadow that existed. But I, I know that my mother traded silence for provision. I know that my grandmother, bless her, she traded her body to have what she and her children needed. She didn't see another way. And quite honestly, in the rural mountains of West Virginia, there may not have been another way for her. Okay, so these patterns exist inside of us. And I think I shared this story about my decision to move in with the man. And like, you know, even say this, I'm just going to make myself say the thing that's like hard to say. Like I slept with him. Like I kept him a very happy man. And then I wondered how he could mistreat me so, so, you know, poorly or treat me so poorly in the end. Like I, and then I was like, oh, I'm in transaction. I expected that if he was a happy man, that this would never happen. That was a distortion deep in my subconscious that quite frankly is difficult to admit to you. <laughs> Those hundreds of you listening. Um, it's difficult to admit because it's like, oh God, there's that shadow of the feminine. But I'm saying these things so that we can look at this because if I can say it and you can learn it faster, then let's, let's do it. <laughs> right. If I can share with you and that prevents you from saying yes to the next man who you fucking know is not standing in the truest essence of a king of the masculine, like a, a a grill king, a Christed king of masculine consciousness. And he wants your body. He wants an exchange from you. And he's half-assing it. Sister, if this conversation lets you look at that and say no faster, then I've done my job, right? Like that's why I'm here. And I know that I didn't learn. Like my mother wasn't ever like, find a man to take care of you like ever. I mean, she was like very well educated and made a lot of money. And so I was really confused about this as a child because like she looked very independent, but she really wasn't. 
And so, um, you know, our mothers don't teach us these contortions and they don't even show us these contortions on purpose. Like they're just, you know, it's been, (laughs) it's just been what has been, right? It's just like in the fabric of what has been patriarchally. But here we are coming into consciousness around these things. And so we just clean it up and clean it up and clean it up and value our energy more and more and more and more. I've talked about this in other places, but it's worth inserting here as well. I'm not talking about a fighter energy. I am not talking about fighting against something that wants to take your energy. That is a waste of your energy. I am talking about you knowing clearly who you are, standing in the truth of who you are, and valuing the fuck out of who you are so that, um, well, so that you value (laughs) you inherently, um, but that will automatically clean up the energetics in the field. When I say that, I mean the area around you. The more you become sovereign in your own energetics and come back to living in that heart space, then the more the outside world will um, just begin to reflect to you uh, a higher possibility, more respect, um, greater, you know, willing to pay you more, all of those things. Like I have spent so much time cleaning masculine distortion out of my field that right now there is not masculine distortion that exists in my field. Like I, I do not tolerate it. I do not have it. And so I do not give to a a distorted masculine energetic. There were many, many years that I did this. I tried to save friends. I tried, oh my God, for years, I tried to like use my feminine energy to get men to like become their full versions of who they are. I cannot tell you the amount of liberated energy in me since I knocked that the fuck off because that is never going to call a man into his best self. Please hear me. You giving to a man from your life force energy in the hopes that he meet you is never going to work. Ever. This is like a whole other topic on its own and I'm about to conclude here. It only gives him permission to keep on being who he is because you are giving your energy to him in his current frequency, in his current state. So why the fuck should he do more? So what you're going to do instead, and you can reach out to me if you want to, you know, have a consult, talk about couples coaching, all of those things that I do. And they're so valuable. (laughs) And they're all at sarahpoet.com, right? (laughs) These are all very real offerings. Um, If you clean up your energetic, becoming more sovereign, cleaning up masculine distortion, standing in your value, really, you know, embracing feminine masculine union within you, all of that being on your road, the masculine outside of you will have to change. He, he or the systems will have to evolve Absolutely. Because there's nothing feeding the distortion anymore. Do you see? Do you see? If there's an external masculine that's saying, I want your energy, but I'm not going to respect you, and you give that to that, then that he still doesn't have to respect you. The systems don't have to respect you. If you know who the fuck you are and you stop giving it to that, that outside system starts to evolve. This is like, it's happening inside of us and on the bigger level. It's like macro, micro, micro, macro. Okay. This is where and how the change happens in you. Stopping the distortion, stopping the contortion, stopping the giving away in the hopes of receiving 
and being brave like that. Okay. And then being, this is what we mean when we talk about like trust and surrender. Fuck that. So many teachings are inside of this distortion of like, I'm going to surrender to what? Like to an outside masculine, to an outside man or system that doesn't even understand how to value the feminine and the feminine energetic. Fuck no, you're not going to surrender to that. You're surrendering to the truth of who you are. And and all of providence will conspire to meet you there. Okay? Like when you decide that and you decide to stand in the truth, the energetic of who you are, in your sovereignty, then everything meets you there. Okay? I hope that this was inspiring. I loved having this conversation um, with and for you. From my heart to yours, reach out anytime, sarahpoet.com. You can schedule a free 15-minute consultation with me to talk about the options of how best um, I can help you moving forward on your path. And there's everything from one-on-one, four months, six months, I'm even brewing up something that's like an even deeper container because 2022 is all about going deep and like really, really making change. So hop on my email list. Okay. The newsletter list, there's, there's, there's one, there's like different places to sign up on my website, but fill in the box with your email and you'll get on my email list. And then, um, I'll, I'll be sharing soon these newer offers to go deeper. Um, I'm also just yeah, I'm so passionate about helping you to clean up your energetics and to stand in the truth of who you are, whether that means, you know, cleaning up a relationship, leaving a relationship, standing in your voice around a job, starting your own business. Like uh, it's, it's all of these things because, um, (laughs) because this is the time of, of women learning to do just this, this thing of, energetic cleanup that I've been talking about in this episode. And so, you know, whatever area of your life this is most affecting, I'm here for it. Okay. I'm here for it. So, so much love to you. I hope you have a wonderful week and please come back soon because I have some interviews coming up um, to share with you with (laughs) some women doing amazing work around inner masculine, around conscious money, around living in the heart. Oh my gosh, such a good, um, good lineup coming up for you. So um, check back weekly. And I'll see you at sarahpoet.com. And hopefully I'll talk to some of you um, in a consultation this week. So much love. Bye. There is a call inside of women to be in community again. You have been doing so much personal healing work, so much introspection out there on your own. And now you're ready to step into space with others. I feel it too. If you want sacred space that welcomes modern women as they are, that integrates masculine energy with the feminine energy, in other words, it's not just a goddess feminine circle, it's a circle of women coming back into union and unity, then the sacred remembering membership is for you. Think of it as a sacred feminine church meets educational library meets instructional energetic practices, meets healing circle. It's all there and it's all in community. I have pulled together multiple groups of women in the past three years. And what I can tell you is this, there is always purpose and magic to who gathers and why. We are soul family, truly. If you're listening to this, you're soul family. And so the sacred remembering membership community is the next space to step into that tribe. And you're so welcome here. The membership includes an archive of resources, channeled content, teachings, energy activations, and so much more. My three published eBooks are in this archive, the divine mother architectural series, my healing man and money trauma teachings, and more. Also included are live calls twice a month, bonus calls, and interviews with experts. And perhaps the best part, there is a Mighty Networks community where you get to meet one another, share out what you do, ask for help, 
seek sister guidance, etc., etc. This is for you. I have created it for you, for us. You can join today and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next live call. You can go to sarahpoet.com, find the group, and sign up. And we'll see you soon. This is Sarah Poet of Embodied Breath, and thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm curious, what was your biggest takeaway? Remember that you are not alone on the sacred path, and women are rising now together. You can visit my website, sarahpoet.com, for more tools and inspiration to support your sacred remembering path. Please be sure to check the show notes, subscribe to this podcast, share with a friend, and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I love to hear from you. Stay connected, and here's to your path of sacred remembering.